before or if you're like me, maybe you've asked this question yourself before. Why doesn't God speak to me? I can't hear the voice of God. I just don't feel like God is speaking to, has, to me. Has he stopped speaking? And how could I even know if it is God speaking to me? Does that resonate with anyone here this morning or is it just me? And, uh, you know, I, think, I feel especially in these times, in the times that we're living in, when there is a million different voices out there competing to be heard and just trying to drag us off into different directions and down different paths to have the assurance for yourself that yes God is speaking God is speaking to you and you can know it is God who is speaking to you that would be such a gift to treasure wouldn't it so what's the problem where do things go wrong where does it break down has God stopped speaking Does his voice just cease to exist today? Or have we stopped listening? And I mean really listening. Really listening. And what? let me explain what I mean by that. You see, personally, somewhere along my motherhood journey, and I'm putting myself out on a limb here so mums back me up, I've developed the skill of listening, not really listening, (laughs) If you know what I mean. I've developed the skill of appearing to be listening, but not really listening. Now, I have three wonderful children who, let me stress, I love them all very much. I have a boy and two quite opinionated little girls. In fact, loud opinionated little girls who like to share their opinion quite often and quite freely on matters such as who will take the lead role in the Encanto stage show and why they would be the best one for that role. Who's the best at Tokaboka or Roblox? Who gets to choose the first song in the car this morning because the other had more ice cream at dinner, apparently, and life is just so unfair, Mum. <laughs> it's just so unfair. <laughs> and as much as I love them all, <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at appearing to be listening but not really listening. And, you know, I think this could be a product or, a, let's say, a side effect of the times that we're living in. There is so much noise out there, isn't there? There is so much cultural just noise and clutter and chaos that in order for us to, to kind of get through with any, any sanity remaining, we've learned the skill of dulling our ears to the noise. In order for me to survive motherhood, In order for me to survive, we don't talk about Bruno for the 1500th time. I've had to close my ears to the surrounding noise. (laughs) I love them all. I really do. But I wonder, I just wonder, maybe even without knowing it, if this learned behavior has transferred over into our relationship with God. We've allowed our ears to dull, not only to the cultural clatter, but also to the voice of God. Because to answer our original question, yes, God is very much still speaking today. God's voice will never cease to exist. The Bible tells us in Matthew, heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. God is speaking, and God is speaking to you. And he wants us to listen. Really listen so we can follow his voice. And how is he speaking to me, you may be wondering. Well, the voice of God is heard in the word of God. 
The voice of God is heard in the word of God. Second Timothy reminds us all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And if we don't recognize this, if we don't recognize the scriptures is the living voice of God, what we might do is come to the scriptures with eyes only. Come to the scriptures with eyes only. You see, we can read words on a page. We can read ink on the paper while all the time our ears are inattentive and closed off to the living voice of God through these words. You see, reading scripture doesn't automatically mean hearing the voice of God. Reading and listening are two different things. They involve different senses. If we want to hear God speak to us today when we, when we come before his word, we need to come with a listening disposition. We need to come with ears wide open. You know, every piece of writing Every piece of writing is a record of a once living voice. And that writing is is the means that, that brings that voice to life again in the reader's ear. God spoke. And scripture is the written representation of his word. So when we read scripture, we come to hear his voice. Scripture provides the means for listening to the voice of a God, a God who is still very much alive. You see, reading is only like one beat of the spiritual rhythm of speaking, writing, reading, and listening. Speaking, writing, reading, listening. God spoke. It was written. We read and we hear the voice of the living God. We need to come with a listening disposition before the word of God is wide open where we recognize that God's word isn't just more cultural noise. God's word isn't just more cultural noise. It's not just another bit of information. His voice is not um, just another voice in the crowd. This is the voice of the living God wanting to speak to us. And through it, through his word, he reveals himself to us. He reveals who we are. He reveals why and who we are, and he reveals what goes on inside of us. You know, that stuff that goes on inside of us. Eugene Peterson, the author of the Message Bible, puts it like this. He doesn't want us to be cool, distant readers of a page. He wants us to be engaged, passionate listeners of his word. We listen. We listen. And why do we listen? Like I said, we don't We don't listen. We don't come just for more information. There's so much information out there, more than we can handle. We don't come just for more information. We don't come for um, just quick grabs to try and get something inspirational that will get us through the day. You know, we don't come to to try and find something to endorse our already made (laughs) and set plans. Lord, I'm going to do this. If you could just bless it, please. (laughs) You know, we come to know. We come to know him. We come to know the voice of a God who knows you. The God who wants relationship and closeness with you. We come to know the voice that is drawing out 
the, the very person he existed you to be. We come to know the God who is calling you to follow him because he wants to lead you into all the fullness of his life. Luke eleven twenty eight says, Jesus replied, for even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. We need to come to listen to the word of God. And the whole story of the Bible, when we look back, we see it's a story of God's voice, of God speaking and his voice connecting with the listening ear of his people. God spoke reality into being, creation into shape. God spoke to Abraham and Abraham listened. God spoke to Moses and Moses listened. God, uh, Israel was formed, a nation was formed and shaped by a people listening and responding to the word of God. The word became flesh in Jesus Christ. And Jesus came proclaiming the kingdom of heaven. He came speaking and his disciples listened. A Christian community, again, birthed and formed and shaped by people listening to the word of God and responding to the word of God. When we look back through Christianity, we see it's always involved God's voice connected to the listening ear of his people. And it remains the same today. You know, even though today we have so many printed Bibles at our disposal, um, you know, we can take it into our place of, of quietness and solitude, and that's good, but we should always come before the word of God, not just with eyes open, but with ears wide open, ready to hear his voice. Because the truth is, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you've done, wherever you've been, how far you think you might have gone in the other direction, God's voice is still calling out to you today. The voice of God is speaking to you. And why? Because he loves you. He wants you to turn to him. He wants a relationship with you. He wants you to follow his voice. One of the ways Jesus reveals his nature towards us in the, in the scripture, his character towards us, is as our shepherd. As our shepherd, John 10 says, but the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. Verse 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Jesus is our good shepherd, and his voice is calling out to each and every one of us today because he wants to lead you. Firstly, he wants to lead you to safety, to himself, and he wants to lead you to places of rest. He wants to lead you to places of refreshment, places of new strength, places of new peace, places of new comfort. He wants to lead you into all that his life affords us. And Psalms 23 gives us a richer understanding of this. And we're going to read it together. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. 
even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. We listen and we follow where he wants to lead us. Down the right paths and to good places. And mums, let me just speak to you for a moment today. As much as being mum is rewarding and is satisfying, it can be one of the toughest jobs, right? It can be one of the toughest jobs out there. The weight of being mum can be very heavy. It can be overwhelming. It can be scary sometimes. And at times we can feel quite lost without a guide, can't we? Like the, the video said at the beginning, the journey of becoming mum, it does becoming mum, being mum, losing mum, it brings great joys, but it also brings great heartaches. But I want you to know today that does not only Jesus see you, he knows your name. He knows your name and he is calling you today. His voice is calling out to you. His voice is cutting through our busyness, our chaos. His voice cutting through our worries and our fears. His voice cutting through our uncertainties and our insecurities, our tiredness and our tears. His voice cutting through all the concerns of what should have been, could have been, through the grief of what wasn't. Jesus' voice is speaking to you today, constant, loving, and secure. And he is longing for his voice to connect with your listening ear so he can take you to places where he will renew your strength, where he will comfort your, your pains and your longings, where he can bring reassurance to your mother's heart. He can lead you down the paths he's already prepared for you, where you can begin to reflect his stunning glory and beauty to the world. Jesus is calling you today. Let us all make every effort to come before the word of God, not only with eyes open, but with ears wide open, ready to hear his voice so we can follow where he leads. And you know, don't believe any lies out there that says you are unable to hear the word of God, that you unable, personally are unable to hear the word of God, that, that you're not, you, you know that something disqualifies you, you're not educated enough, you've not been to Bible college, you're not good enough, whatever it is that comes into our head, don't believe them lies that you personally cannot hear the word of God for yourself. And I'm speaking to us all now. Listening to God's voice isn't just for pastors or preachers or those that have been to Bible college. God wants a relationship with you. God wants a relationship with every single one of you. And how do we form relationships? By speaking and listening to each other, right? God wants a relationship with every single one of you personally. Not with you through your pastor, not with you through your preacher, with you. And with all the particulars and the nuances and the details of your life. You know, it's interesting in the, in the same um, verse in John when he's Jesus is revealing himself as the good shepherd. 
he also talks about an enemy to be aware of, right? In John 10, um, 10, he says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So Jesus is confirming that there is other voices out there, but we need to be aware of those voices, that we don't follow those voices. Because the places that that voice is going to lead us to is a place that's going to take from our life. It's a place that if we go there, it will be depleted. If we go there, it's going to steal something from us. And what it will go after, one of the things, is our relationship with God. So we have to turn our our ears away from that voice. God is speaking to you. He knows your name. So we can all pursue him and call back to him and engage with him. We can all come expectant with ears wide open that God will speak to me. God will speak to a particular situation that's going on in your life. His voice will lead you through that situation and out of that situation and give you hope in the middle of the situation. We can come with faith that his, his word is going to transform us. His word is going to transform the, the innermost part of us. Because scripture says in Hebrews 4, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. And that's the important things about sounds, about words, about a voice. They get on the inside of us, right? Whereas sight deals mainly with the exterior, words and sounds, they get on our interior, Right? They get on our inwardness. When we really listen, when our ears are open and we receive words, they, they can do things within us, don't they? They alert us to things. They can stir us. They, they can upset us and offend us if we allow them to. They awaken us. They ignite us. Well, God's power, God's word is his power. So when God's living word is listened to, and gets on the inside of us. God becomes alive on the inside of us, right? It's God who transforms us. It's God who heals us. It's God who pokes and prods and ignites. It's God who shapes divinely inspired destinies inside of us, wakes us up to his divine purpose, and forms his divine identity within us. Will we come before the word of God, not only with eyes open, but with ears wide open to hear the voice of God. So we can follow the shepherd who calls each of us by name and who has already fixed our path long before we even was. Our path was already fixed. The one who has proven to be faithful throughout the pages of history, throughout the time of history. He has proven to be faithful again and again and again to his people. And to the one whose hands are skilled, whose hands are so skilled to lead us safely home and to himself, like he's done so with so many people before. I just want to leave us with the story of Samuel in the Old Testament. As Samuel was a boy raised in the tabernacle of God, he was given to God by his mother Hannah, devoted to God, and he grew up under the mentorship of the prophet 
um, Eli. And Samuel um, grew up to be um, a great judge and prophet of Israel. He was a great leader. He, he ushered in the, the first kingship of Israel with King Saul. He was a fantastic leader. He was well respected. He, he was influential and he influenced people in a good way. He influenced people for the things of God. He reflected God's character and he led a long, faithful and fruitful life for God. And this story is a call of God on Samuel's life. And I just want us to notice the posturing of Samuel in response to God's voice. So we're going to read the story. First Samuel says, One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. And suddenly, the Lord called out, Samuel, yes? Samuel replied, what is it? He got up and he ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son, Eli said. Go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time. And once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls you again, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came and called us before, Samuel, Samuel. So Samuel got up and replied, speak, your servant is listening. Now I can imagine Samuel going back to bed that second and third time, just so expectant to hear that voice again. Just lay there with ears wide open, just ready to hear that voice. Expectant, ears ready and attentive to the living voice of God. And it, when it was heard, he jumped up and his response was one of willingness and obedience and ready to follow where the Lord would lead him. God is still speaking. God is still speaking to you today. You can hear the voice of God in the word of God. You can know it is God speaking to you. And will we, can we, like Samuel, come before the word of God, unhurried, expectant, our lives open, our hearts open, a willingness to follow where the good shepherd will lead us? And can we come without any other agenda but then speak, Lord, your servant is listening. You know, the scripture says that the, we do recognize his voice. His sheep, they do recognize his voice. And maybe, you know, you, you might be here this morning and, and you recognize his voice calling to you. But you've just not made that response to Jesus yet. You've not turned to Jesus yet. But somewhere deep inside of us, we know because we recognize. Somewhere deep inside of us, his words are stirring us. And they're awakening us up to him and his presence. Somewhere deep inside of us, we recognize our shepherd calling us home. Calling us to himself.
And it's okay if you've not made the decision to respond yet. Because today and this morning, you can do that. In the house and even online, you'll recognize his voice. We're going to give you the opportunity to respond to him this morning. So I'm just going to pray. We'll all pray together. So if we just have our heads bowed and our eyes closed. And we'll just repeat this prayer after me and online as well. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you came and died for our sins. That you rose again. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. And today we look to you as Lord of our life, as shepherd of our life, and shepherd of our souls. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Just while we're still in this moment of prayer with every head bowed and every eyes closed, if you did pray that prayer for the first time, if you're in the building, just raise your hand so I can see because I really just want to, we want to we wanna get some resources to you. We want to pray with you. If you're online, please let us know as well so we can reach out to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just want to take a moment just to pray for us all this morning. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your goodness upon our life. That surely your goodness and mercy will follow, follow us all the days of our life. We thank you, Lord, that you lead us to good places. You lead us to places of refreshing and peacefulness and comfort and joy and life. We thank you, Lord, that you go ahead of us and you guide us. We love you, Lord. We just pray your peace and your comfort be with all our mothers today, Lord, with all our mothers' hearts. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, we're going to go into a, a song of worship. Um, if you'd like